Before we get into today's episode, we'd just like to chat with you about a few things. First, most of the content on this podcast is our opinion, and we don't really do extensive research before the episodes. Second, you may not agree with our opinion, but that's okay. Friendly reminder that you're choosing to listen to this. You can choose not to agree. We still love you anyways. Now, without further ado, let's fuck small talk. Okay, you are in my ear. We are recording. Let's go. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Want to hear something crazy? Yeah, I want to hear it. I just bought my flight to Germany. Whoa. How do you feel? Good. A lot of money just uh, went on my credit card. However, so I figured out if we fly in through via Iceland um, into Amsterdam, which is right beside Germany, and uh, the small town we're actually going to is right near the border. It's actually so cheap. So we paid 500 bucks each round trip. Wow. Yeah. It's actually not bad at all. It's so cheap. 500 bucks round trip to Germany? Yeah, I know. Yo, that's nothing. What do you mean a lot of money on your credit card? Well, it's still $1,000 that all of a sudden, like, two hours ago wasn't on my credit card. But Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, from a value perspective, it's unreal. From a absolute dollar perspective, it's, that's a tough break. I got so excited, I though, um, when I was doing it, and I, like, had my legs crossed, and then I went to go put them on the table, and I um, drop-kicked my wine glass, uh, smashed it, and spilt wine everywhere. So it's been, like, an up-and-down emotional after-work little sesh. Christ, I was going to say, yeah, that's a mixed bag. Yeah, how, how was your after-work? I mean, I just got home and ate, and then that was it. Okay. And here so, we are. So, but the drive took forever. I was a little upset about that. How has commuting been? Um, I don't hate it as much as I did last time. Definitely still not crazy about it. Don't want to do it long term. It's it's more of a short term desperation measure than anything. Yeah. I still, I just, it's just so much of your day wasted sitting in a car doing nothing. And then, you know, after like a long day of work, you just want to go home and just be at home and just relax but then by the time you're feeling that you can't do it because you still have to drive like an hour and a half two hours Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean yep so i just i'm excited to not have that be a thing how's it work i know you're like kind of kind of well i just i was gonna say (laughs) something that i realized you probably don't want on the podcast (laughs) uh i'm having like i'm still doing my work in a yeah a great way uh, and I don't think my boss would actually notice any change in the output. Naturally. However, because I am job hunting, which that's public news, I am finding it a little hard to stay motivated because I am getting excited about the potential of a new job. Oh, okay. But uh, that's the life I live. I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything about your job. My job. Because we fi- Because we might actually get in this uh, into this this episode. But like, it's been really hard for us to like update each other on each other's lives in the last <laughs> little while. It's been it's been brutal. I got back from India well over a month ago now, or almost actually not well over a month, about a month. And I still haven't had a chance to tell you about my trip. I know you have some news. Re dating that I've been waiting to hear for like a month and a half. And I just, we just haven't done it. Other things have come up. 
And I'm or when we do it. get together, it's always for like some other reason, and we get so distracted by that. <laughs> we just we're like we're like squirrels. We hit, our attention span is just so small. <laughs> Which uh, is the reason for this uh, this beautiful episode for us to be able to go off topic as much as we want. <laughs> I want to say also I was I was saying this to Lex because I call her on the drive home because we're obnoxious. It's fine. I'm fine. We're fine. Uh, <laughs> I rolled my eyes for yeah, sure. We're, yeah, we're gross. I know. Um, but I was saying like how much I love the name off topic. Yeah, I think it's uh, pretty self-explanatory. Thanks. I rarely get uh, the creative bursts like you do with names um, and phrases and cool catch phrase things. So I'm just a little bit okay that I got this no, one. No, you absolutely crush this one. I like it. And it gives us so much freedom. Like we're not pigeonholed into into one thing. So I'm super excited about that too. Totes my goats. Which anyway, we're like we're a mess. So the point of this episode is that we're a mess. <laughs> 100%. We just want to talk about how we're a mess, I think. I think so too. I think it'd be very cathartic for how much of a mess I am feeling lately. It's just like, I just feel like I need a bit of a bit of a rant off topic episode to function in life. It's very on brand right now. I think, I think also like individually you and I have been messy, but also our podcast has been messy. Do you know, like not the podcast itself, but our, our us around the podcast, our whole experience as the creators of a podcast. It's been a whirlwind and I'm happy that the chaos doesn't come through in the episodes, but holy shit has it been a just a complete dumpster fire behind the scenes. <laughs> I feel like I'm conflicted about telling people this because I feel like you and I both have this like well, more you than me, but we have this image that we're very put, <laughs> we're very put together. I don't think anyone would accuse me of being put together. But um, yes, they would. Did you <laughs> I, check out your cardigan at the party on Saturday? You're put oh, together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was I was joking that my cardigan I was wearing like the outfit I was wearing was from the all privileged team because I just felt I just never felt more inherently privileged off of wardrobe than that. I mean, I wasn't wearing like Gucci or anything like that, but I was just I was wearing a cardigan on a dress shirt on jeans, and I was like, wow, this is uncharted territory for my people. The hipster frat boy look. The hipster frat boy look. Not a community that I get to be part of often. <laughs> um, where were we? <laughs> yeah, this is. Remember, I said we were like squirrels. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Squirrel. You were talking about my uh, need to protect my image. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's paraphr. Okay, yeah. I was just saying that, like, I feel like you and I have this image that, or just people see us as being put together, and then for some reason, like, when it's comes to dealing with each other we're just so all over the map like it's it's very much the opposite of what everything else is externally yeah i think that's a great summary i pride myself i think it was we will have him on the podcast eventually but a little bichuan uh special he was telling me this analogy about a duck where like ducks on the top of the water look like completely calm and and serene but then under the water their feet are like going a million miles an hour and yeah he he prides himself on that mentality of like try and always be a duck because people like don't need to see the underwater part like just come and it's more applicable to like customer service and stuff like that but honestly I applied that to like my whole life but it just means sometimes I need to like just stop swimming for a second because I can't function where Mm -hmm. and I just I don't know what it was but the last four months I have taken on a ridiculous amount of stuff and 
I don't know if you felt this from me, but I definitely have been getting a lot more tense in the last couple of weeks of just like, where is this podcast going? Is it like exactly what I wanted? It's like, I don't know. I just felt like I had a lot of notions of like all of the launch stuff that I didn't really take into consideration the like longevity or like how much energy and work it takes consistently honestly like yeah so i also underestimated how much work this takes like i thought i was very much like cool we just sit and we talk and then we put what we talked about on the internet and that's those are the steps i thought it'd be super easy like obviously i figured editing was in there and stuff like that like a normal person but i just didn't think it would be what it is and um yeah i've definitely i've definitely noticed that uh, you've you've been a little tense, re the podcast, but I think I think with good reason. I think I've had a lot of stress about it too, in terms of what it's becoming and uh, how much work we're putting into this. Totally, it's it's. I'm just blown away at how much how different it is than what I had expected it to be in terms of workload. Mm-hmm. And for uh, a hobby, uh, <laughs> that's sometimes hard to take on. It is. I think, but I also think the perception with podcasts is that it's just, especially a conversational podcast, people are like, oh, conversational, Ashay, you love talking, so this got to be easy. I was just going to say, it's funny how when I've said to people that I have a podcast or I host and manage a podcast, as I've said on my dating sites, mm-hmm. I have often gotten the reaction from people in general who are like, oh, I was thinking of starting a podcast. And it's just interesting the pre and post ideas I have about that when like before I'd be listening to podcasts and be like, I can totally do this. Like, like this would be so kick ass to do. And like, I would love to do it. And then Mm -hmm. like now that we're in it, it's like when people say that to me, it just like it makes me roll my eyes because one, it's a lot of work to host and manage a podcast. But also it takes a lot of vulnerability and like guts to be like, I'm actually going to do it. Like the amount of times I've heard. I think I'll start a podcast or people who do start it and like last a couple episodes and then fizzles out. It Mm -hmm. takes a lot of like commitment mentally to be like, I'm going to consistently be vulnerable. I'm going to consistently talk about like a ton of stuff. I'm going to consistently put me out there. It's just pretty exhausting. It is. The other thing is I was joking about this the other day with Lex is that I did a little bit of stand up, And when that was, when I was doing that, I found that kind of vulnerability a lot easier because I feel like, to be good at stand-up you have to be like at 45 percent narcissistic i don't think you can i don't think you can put yourself out there and and have that kind of confidence when it comes to and being vulnerable in in a stand-up sense without being a little bit narcissistic and and i'm joking about this but a little bit masochist too just because you're exposing yourself to a lot of a lot of things up there but i find it's this the vulnerability that you have to you do you're putting your, the way you're putting yourself out there in a podcast is very different because like being narcissistic on a podcast is not going to fly do, do you know what i mean like i feel like especially in the conversations yeah. that we have and the nature of the conversations we have if i was if i was just constantly like if i was looking in a mirror the entire time just being vain and narcissistic i don't think it would work but it's so funny because i totally feel like this pod it's Sorry, it's really interesting that you say that because I feel like this podcast has made me narcissistic. <laughs> like I would never have class. I literally would never have classified myself with that word prior to this podcast. And now at this point in my life, I'm like definitely have some narcissistic tendencies now. <laughs> spotlight? Is, is that what the spotlight did to you? Yeah, honestly, I'm like. Oh my God, Danny, you've changed. 
I have changed. You're not? For, like, a couple of reasons. Like, one, I forgot how much I enjoy managing a conversation. I still think that is a little bit, like, controlling or narcissistic because you have to, like, be able to see lots of things happening at once. I've definitely listened to an episode back and been like, Danielle, literally shut up. Like, why are you talking so much about yourself or like your own stories? Like, it's about the guest. Remember that. (laughs) And then the third part is listening to my own voice as much as I do when I edit. I've now become like so accustomed to it that I've listened to an episode through like Spotify after I've edited it five million times. Like, I just listened to it again. Like, it's such a weird, this, like, sort of, like, twisted attachment to this product that I've made. Like, I was in a toy factory, and I, like, made all these toys for everybody, but then bought it from Walmart and played with it myself, you know? Like, it's just, like, this sort of, like, possessiveness I have over this thing that I've created. (laughs) To be honest, I kind of get it. Like, I I liken, so the the part about you listening to to Spotify episodes of our podcast i kind of get that like you know after you post an instagram photo you go back to look at it oh how many people have liked it what are the comments and then sometimes you just look at it you just stare at your own photo for a while i feel like this is the equivalent of that totally but no i just really wanted to take this time to say that you've changed and i think you've forgotten where you came from (laughs) hollywood changed you fame changed you and you know what i just yeah i don't appreciate it are like 40 to 60 listeners like i'm sorry you've changed me (laughs) oh my god what happens if if this podcast or you in general just make it big time what if you one day are that person that has like two million instagram followers um monster monster i think i okay i like have no idea how i would actually handle fame i want to say that i would become goofier just because like i think of my evolution the more I've put myself out there, the less seriously I've taken myself. Yeah, mm. this podcast is like maybe a little bit different because there is a brand beside it. So it's like a little bit different. But in general, like the more confident I got because I pushed myself out of my comfort zone, the more comfortable I am making a fool of myself. In a, like in a Miley Cyrus type way where I'd go a little bit crazy, I'd also be like relatable because you, she's like just weird. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, oh, we get it. Like we see yeah. what's happening. We get it. How would you be if you were famous? Oh, I'd be the worst. I no hesitation. I would be the worst. I'd be like I'd be like prime like when Beeb was public enemy number 1. I feel like I'd be like that, but even more just outlandishly ridiculous. I I'm half kidding when I say that, but I'm also not. Cuz I, I just like you I, might be the type of person who would like Every time you bought a new thing, you would, like, tell everybody about oh, it. Oh, 100%. Did you notice, like, my new watch? Or, like, would you like to take a test drive of my new Lexus? Like, <laughs> like I'm not sure what car you would buy. What car would you buy? Probably, I don't know. It dep- wait, how, what level of fame? Like, how rich? Um, Let's go with, like, Dax Shepard. Like, still, like, Kristen makes more than him, but, like, st- like well off. Okay, okay, okay. I would probably buy, like, a really nice Audi. Okay. The fact that I've thought about that says enough already, but... I feel like <laughs> most people have. No shame um, on that. What were you saying? Oh, you uh, you, feel, you feel like I... Yeah, I feel like I'd be the kind of guy who would, like, try to... Try to be subtle, but, like, super obviously try to slide his newest possession into conversation. Like, just humble brag all the time. I mean... I made my soup, which I'm very proud of, for uh, your dinner this weekend. And 
I haven't stopped talking about it. Like, I'm pretty sure everybody <laughs> in my office knows that I make a soup that I think is super good and everybody likes it. And I just, so I, this is me making a soup from scratch. Imagine if I spent my hard-earned money on something super flashy. But, okay, so this is where I have this whole debate about narcissist or, like, an ego versus confidence. So yeah. you have had validation that this soup is unreal like consistently like people are like is a shame making this soup again like yeah. so you have proof and so it's not like the first year you came in holding it above your head being like you all need to try my soup because you're all gonna fall in love with it you were like i made a soup and then everybody was like holy shit this is good and then everybody was like make it again so yeah. i just feel like that's confidence not necessarily ego or like narcissism does that make sense I just feel like we're more humble than we think and we should give ourselves credit for it. That's true. I, I actually think um, the more I do this with you and the more conversations in general I have with you, I feel like the more humble I get because of the reflection and the and the self-awareness that has to happen for us to have these kinds of conversations and, and kind of the holistic bigger picture thinking that a lot of our conversations kind of encompass. Whereas if you're thinking about how narcissism can with stand-up comedy and when i did it and i, I want to say i want to make it very clear that it was not i was not a stand-up comedian i did one or two shows <laughs> and wrote a couple scripts on my mother's computer at her home you um, so but like i just find i find that when you say something and there's not reflection, but you get the, the the response you're looking for, which in this case is a laugh, and then someone tells you you're funny, and it validates you, and the laughter validates you, and then it, and then you're like, oh yeah, I'm funny, and it's just this circle of it, it just keeps feeding itself. So you say more funny stuff to get the reaction, then people are like, oh yeah, you're funny, and it it just it just circles, and you build it up in your head. But then with the kind of stuff we talk about, I feel like part of it is that we're constantly questioning ourselves. Like one of yeah. the things that I have come to realize from talking to you and Lex so much is like, I I am super privileged. <laughs> I love I love to play y'all y'all know I love to play the brown card, but I have I don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to that because I've I've lived quite a blessed life thus far, mm -hmm. and so I I, just, I think because of that it makes it hard for me to be narcissistic in this context. Yeah, I was gonna well, I was gonna change it up a bit though. If do yeah. you have something to say on that? No. Nope. I, uh, I was gonna. I, add, I, was just, I was gonna. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 it's all you. It's all you. All you. I was just gonna say that uh, because of how awesome our guests are, it it really forces us to be humble. Like we just have such brilliant people who come on and and are to come on this uh, podcast. So I just. I'm just very uh, appreciative and in wonder after every episode we record. I'm like, we know some cool people. We do know some cool ass people. Um, Anyways, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you a question, and then I also wanted to um, share something that uh, our loyal fans Stephen Aisha in Germany uh, requested. Yeah. So my first question, actually, so the question first, it's for you. Is that what do you for, like for you? And going back to how um we've kind of been a mess and we've both been stressed um about the podcast and i think we've kind of stressed each other a bit um what's been the hardest part of this for you guys this is like a group therapy session by the way Ooh, so just, this, this is a, that's a big question you just it's a big question like opened up a can of worms <laughs> oh i'm um, ready the hardest 
part for me, I think, has honestly just been the time commitment and how I may I may circle back to something different, but I I need to, I've never explicitly talked this out. Um, so with the editing, like I don't have free time in my life really. So when I do edit, it's often extremely late at night, and um then it affects my sleep which then the next day will make me like grumpy which then I still have to stay up because usually it takes me like a couple of nights to get the episode done so Mm. it's just like in terms of the time commitment but like where the timing has to fit it's really really hard and then sorry it's kind of a kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy in that way yeah, I had butter chicken for dinner and I keep burping. It's just like a struggle and a half here. <laughs> Yo, um, is it the butter chicken from the weekend? Yeah. Fire. Yeah, it's so good. Made some Fire. some new rice and it's just yummy, yummy, yummy. Shouts out Ma's, but actually shouts out the restaurant that Ma's buys it from, you potluck cheater. Yeah. Uh, so, but then I was going to say the other part is as much as I said, I didn't want to take this serious and like as serious as like, let's be like on the iTunes charts of podcasts. I don't know how to be chill about my goals. <laughs> so <laughs> so then when I see the like the listeners declining and I don't have any free time to look to build it, but I I'm at my cap, like I literally can't do any more. So it all does center around time, but it also like I didn't want this to be my second job, you know. Right. So it's like trying to balance those two things. So I I that was a big ramble, but I think I said somewhere in there that like I think just time is the center of that. No, it, it, I don't think it was as much of a ramble as maybe you thought it was. But give me a sec. Got to formulate my thoughts because I had something and I forgot it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, got it. I'm back. Hi. <laughs> it is amazing uh, how you can do that. <laughs> I just have this mind tunnel I go into. That sounded weird. I'm a, I'm a normal person. A mind tunnel. Okay. If this, like, okay, if can you think of, uh, you know what, if you were to make a tree chart? Uh, like a sporting one? No, like if you were doing like probabilities, like a probability. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's how I picture conversations sometimes. And then each Uh branch, like we have a general path, a general direction we're trying to move in. And then each kind of tangent and knowing you and I, who we are as people, there's thousands of tangents. Each one is a different arm at some point along that x-axis, which is time. Mm -hmm. And... And so by picturing that, I'm able to like just take steps back in the conversation and be like, oh, this is what I wanted to say when she said that. That was the nerdiest sentence you've ever told. I know. I've never actually said that out loud because I I was like, I'm the biggest dork in the world. Yeah, yeah. That was rough. (laughs) Yeah. I'm also terrible at stats. (laughs) Yeah. Aren't we all? Uh, What has been your hardest part? Um, before, Before I do that, I do like I'm going back again on oh the yeah, yeah yeah sorry sorry because i did actually have two things to say yeah, yeah yeah um the first was yeah time time has been uh more of a factor for you and less of a factor for me but part of that's been because of the way our schedules have kind of shaken up uh i've kind of deferred a lot of the responsibility to you and i've been a bit of a slacker in terms of actually pulling my weight like i basically just show up for the recordings and then (laughs) and then look pretty for the camera and then i'm like okay bye (laughs) and that's been my and i I set up i think i set up our software one time at the very beginning and i think that's been my contribution so far so 
part of your stress is on me and uh as now i'm done i'm done with my shenanigans of traveling and stuff like that so we'll be able to reallocate some of the workflow uh the other thing i was going to say is but uh, i just also want to acknowledge that i really appreciate you even being aware of that so thank you oh i i I, thank you i've been super aware of it and i feel guilty as hell um so bless your heart for taking it on and i mean (laughs) i know you were looking at the numbers but just the fact that basically you've been carrying the team alone um and we're putting up numbers in general is a testament to the work you put in it's it's you're crushing it well thank um, you. I appreciate it's that. funny because i'm so the thing you said about you didn't you weren't sure how seriously you wanted to take it and then you ended up taking it pretty seriously because you uh it's this is a goal of yours and and you're the kind of person you have that winner's mentality that anything you do you do 100 percent mm-hmm. um I actually, so that's one of the things I picked up on a while ago when I was just kind of thinking and kind of trying to feel out some of the tension between us. I picked up on that because I remember you sent me a text randomly. We hadn't talked in a couple of days and you just sent me a text. Say It was a screenshot of the numbers and then you said all, all the words were was we have to talk about a growth plan. <laughs> Such a dick sometimes. And it was ominous. And, and you I was were like, you were friggin' in India still, and I just like had a panic. I was just like, I need to take care of this right now. <laughs> yeah. So for me, uh, it was it was four a.m. I think because I'm ahead of you. I think it was four a.m. when I opened that. I was like, oh, oh fuck. And I just, I just put so my phone funny. down and went back to sleep because I was like, I don't know how to deal with this right now. <laughs> and it's so funny because I think I told you this how hard it was to like not message you my like thought process constantly about the podcast while you were in India. But that one hit me so hard when I saw those numbers because I hadn't looked at them since we launched in the first episode and I knew the first episode was like 150. And so then when I saw those numbers, like while you were in India, I just had this like crash to the ground where I was like, holy fuck, like, is this like, are people leaving because we were bad? So then I just like had a massive panic and I was like, in my brain, I was like, oh, I'll just like spark his curiosity so that he's thinking of something while he's like I don't I just it was like a terrible execution of what like I thought it would do and then it came across so aggressively so I know I loved it I didn't think it was aggressive at all I was just like oh okay yeah we could talk about this right now um I know I and I do know you tried to minimize what you said to me when I was on vacay and so I super appreciate that um but on that note like so I'm aware of, of who you are as a person. It's it's one of the reasons I love you is that you're so – anything you do, you do 100%. And so okay. when I sensed that that was a, a source of kind of a disconnect, I want to say, between us a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I thought about what I want from the podcast. And I was pretty torn because 50% of me is – very much strongly like I'm very polarized because I like 50% of me is super strong and like you know what we're doing this for us I'm doing this because I love having these conversations with you I love having these conversations with other people I love having this space where we can talk about these things and it's okay and I and so that that part of me is super much super much like that part of me is super <laughs> let's do it for us we're doing it because we like to do it people will listen people may not listen it's whatever and the yeah. other part of me has this ridiculous need to be adored by everybody that I'm like, why are these numbers <laughs> going so far down? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And and so I'm very torn. Do, do you see why? Like, those are two very polar opposites. 
And so, um, yeah, I'm a little bit torn. But I guess as a whole, that makes us 75% let's get this and 25% let's be chill about it. Yeah, which that's, I'm okay with those ratios. Yeah, I'm okay with that ratio too, to be honest. And I think just, I love the word that you used today when we talked on the phone before this, where you were like, we just needed to calibrate. And I just feel like that's such a perfect word for like, we get so intense. And I think we, I'd like to say we react a little differently when it comes to intensity, just like how we process stuff and how we process being overwhelmed. And so sometimes when we do that differently, then we need to calibrate because like we're actually stressing about the exact same things just in different ways it's happened a lot where we are stressing about the exact same thing and we just haven't communicated it well and we've been like okay yeah totally well and also when like i think when you just care about somebody so much and you like know your own flaws you know how they come across you're doing anything and so then it just I don't know about you, but it makes me hesitant because I know how intense I can get. I'm always like, ah, shit. Like, I don't want to even acknowledge it because, like, I know how intense I get. So then it's like, I don't know, it makes it real or something. I don't no, know. No, I, I, I get that. I, it's, I'm the same way in that when I know that there's a character trait about me that, that can be abrasive, I want to say, I'm not great at figuring out how to go about conversations involving that trait. Preach. Uh, I think the, also what hasn't helped us is that we have very different ideas on. So initially we were in very much in agreement on format. And then I think there was <laughs> things about our initial format that worked and there was things that didn't work. And then in an attempt to remedy that worked, not worked situation, we took two very different roads in our own heads independently. <laughs> yes. And so our format to everyone that's listened to all the episodes, they know this more than well. Our format has been very much in flux, which I think has been another challenge of, totally. of doing this. I will say, though, from what we actually record to what actually gets put out is very different. And in terms of, yeah, the intro has been a little strange, but we've always at some point introduced the guest and why they know us. And we always close with the big talk small summaries and there's a mm-hmm. the consistent music and so like that is strangely powerful in like making it still seem like a similar format however yes during the actual episode <laughs> we go all over the place and i just love how in faith's episode i had to cut most of this out but we spent like 20 minutes you and i going back and forth about the format in front of her so i just <laughs> at the beginning <laughs> yeah <laughs> And Faith, poor Faith is just sitting there like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and you and I just hashing this out on mic in front of her. Yeah. Which goes back to, again, we're like, we, we just, like, you run out of time in the day. Like, we're we're young professionals, like, up and coming in our careers. This isn't our career. And we both agree that at the head of time, should we ever go famous or viral or whatever, um, this would never be our job because we love what we do too much. And I just, like... It's it's hard, what, like you said, when you see a vision in your own brain and then you communicate it and then we had differing visions. So it was just, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a struggle we, and a half. As you can see, uh, I mean, we're, we already had the conversation about what happens if we go viral. We, f- we planned ahead. We were ready. Yeah. yeah. I like that was more off. of a prior that was more of a priority than our podcast episode format. We were like, no, no, but like let's make a decision here. If we go viral <laughs> If we get super famous before putting out any episodes, <laughs> here's how we're gonna handle it. Format? Nah, we'll figure it out. But what I would say 
I think we've said this on multiple episodes to each other, but this is an evolution and most podcast people or stuff we've read on podcast people have talked about that like when you listen to your first episode versus like a really amazing podcast that's on season four it's they you you get it down pat you understand the format you understand usually they have like staff at that point too the dream um but what i was saying what like it's consistent enough with the guest coming on and us telling our stories and things like that that like the rest we'll figure out as we go. I think we're just so nervous about changing something or like not being consistent, or at least that is for me. And that's why I think I've said stuff to you about being like, ah, that stresses me out or like that's hard on our guest or like, but that doesn't fit. And so, yeah, well, we're learning as we go, you know, yeah, it's, it's a learning curve. Do you want to talk about what Steve and Aisha said to us? Sure. They, um, th- so this is, I guess we're going into the off topic feedback section. Uh, wait, are we are we cool with wrapping up that that, that we just talked about the rant? Yeah. <laughs> Did you yeah, close should. out what you the torn? <laughs> I know where you're t- going. Torn between the two is that your what your the hardest part of this podcast was? Oh, interesting. Or did you have more thoughts on the hardest part of this podcast? No, I th- so I think the hardest part for me, is, so it's slightly different. So you and I have been we've worked together on stuff in the past we did we we ran warrior tribe together uh, back in the day uh, that's for i said that for the sake of the audience not for you because you know that we that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we ran warrior tribe back to get back uh, back in the day together and i don't think then i realized it but in the time since like since after we ended that it's become clearer and clearer to me how similar you and i are and lex has pointed this out to i think both of us on multiple occasions um and so i didn't i didn't really think about it when we were doing warrior tribe but i've never worked with someone who's very similar to me i would say we're similar except you have you definitely have better work ethic than i do (laughs) um so i've never really worked with somebody like that because if you ask anybody i I think that if sorry if you ask anybody what i would say my biggest flaw is it'd probably be work ethic and so i think yeah, but I, I, well, I was going to say I disagree, but I, I think it's maybe how, uh, like, you prioritize or structure time. Not that I think you are a very hard worker and value hard work and value quality. So I, I, I don't like the blanket statement of you have a terrible work ethic because, like, I don't think you do. Just wanted to, like, oh. give you a little. No, um, I appreciate that. I'm working on it, but I definitely, like, I just, I feel like working with somebody that's as, and I'm being really real here, working with somebody super similar to me is something that I haven't done before, and I love every second of it, because we have an absolute ball, don't get me wrong. (laughs) We have an absolute ball, but I find that I'm in my own head a lot because of it, where I'm like, oh, like, I feel like this, but then if I feel like this, I mean, Danny, that would mean Danny probably feels a certain way too. And then I just, without ever checking in with you, I just let things snowball in my head and the stress, like we talked about the time stress and, and for me, it hasn't been so much time, but more guilt stress and all this kind of stuff just, um, snowballs. And so that's been the hardest part for me is that the learning curve and the stress and the snowballing and the communication of working with somebody who's as similar as you has been the hardest part for me, yeah. but I love it. I wouldn't trade, I wouldn't trade it for the world. No, and I, 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 on personality tests and stuff like that, I have been told I don't work well with people who are very similar to me because 
usually those people are, are strong-willed in the same way that I am. They're confident. They, like, believe in their ideas. They, like, want to be the one organizing and making decisions. And those two people up against you, those two types of people up against each other, if there's any disagreement or any, like, shift there, then that's an obvious conflict. Now, I think we do well with conflict. It just we actually have to identify a conflict which I think is where (laughs) we struggle a little bit because we do have so much fun and we are so close as friends that when we put this layer of work over it we're like oh shit but like let's just have fun because like there's been we've hung out a few times since this whole like stress has started with the podcast and and we've had a great time so it's like we're also like weirdly good at compartmentalizing our issues (laughs) yeah absolutely Absolutely. And and I think the key there is that we're similar, not the same. Yes. In that while I can be strong willed, I'm equally happy to, to take the side cab. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll sit in the sidecar to your to your motorcycle. I know, but sometimes I I'll just, be the Phineas to your Ferb. But but if some, you will. but sometimes I'm like at risk of like breaking the sidecar off because like I'm driving like a maniac. So like definitely <laughs> s- scream scream. Scream loud and tell me to s- pump the brakes. Okay, fair enough. Which I think we're doing. Um, I think we're do. I think literally this group therapy session that we're calling a podcast. Yeah, it's, it's very thinly veiled, guys. Um, <laughs> I think that's. I think that's doing wonders for us. I think our calibration phone call, if you want to call it that, today did wonders. I think so too. Uh, but anyway, back to Steve and Aisha. Yeah. So um, they listened to a bunch of our episodes, and one of the things they thought that, that was some of the feedback was that we see like. And it was it was honest feedback, which is what I love about the two of them. Um, it was we talk like we talk a big game. Our, we have a theme song about it. Our podcast is called "Fuck Small Talk," but then we never address the controversial issues. For example, um, we did a whole episode about religion and what it means in the context of life, and didn't talk about abortion. Do you know what I mean? We did. Um, we kind of did a, a an episode on racism and didn't talk a lot about Donald Trump or didn't talk a lot about some of the other stuff happening in the world, the Palestine-Israel conflict and all this kind of stuff. Uh, we talked about politics and, sorry, we talked about politics and didn't talk, didn't talk about the, those kind of big things. And so they pointed out like, hey, like if your mantra is fuck small talk and you're branding yourself and you're saying you're all about fuck small talk, then then, then live up to that. Fuck small talk. Start talking about some more controversial topics. Yeah. Because that's that's what that's what I think people find interesting. And I, I thought that was fair. And so I wanted to bring a little controversy into this off topic segment. Yeah. I have like five million thoughts on that. Okay. I'm gonna, it, I'm gonna try and I, make it succinct because I do have to run and play the uh game of soccer or football. Okay. Um, fairly Make it soon. succinct, and then before we before we end, I have one controversy to introduce. Love it. Okay, and then and then our listeners can let us know what they think about the controversy. Um, but I'll be right. It's fine. I'm fine. With it. <laughs> um, so one of my big insecurities in life is like coming across dumb, just because I felt like I was always competing for uh, the intelligence spotlight, and so like introducing specifically the topics you mentioned, like and I think I've said this to you before is like I would have to do a a lot more research because I don't like to come across as like wildly opinionated without any facts and I don't like to 
say my opinion without reading both sides or like seeing the full picture. So if I was actually going to like talk about certain things, plus like I hate the feeling when people are like, you haven't heard of this. Uh, Like it's just the worst. So like that causes me a bit of anxiety. But in the way that I fuck small talk in my real life, like I do often get on those subjects. It is just like more conversational and less like this policy was passed or even when like Moz tells me stuff about like things that were passed in the government. I'm like, oh, interesting. I'm going to catalog that as like stuff about what I think about that topic. So it's like it does naturally come in conversation. So I think that's a really important piece of feedback that we can definitely try and push in more because I agree. Like sometimes even like there's been times I wanted to prompt our guests guests on a little bit more, but like felt nervous about the conflict, but yet our branding is fuck small talk. So totally appreciate feedback and yay but also bear with me because like i have anxiety Woo. you're gonna you're gonna kill me what what why why what do you, do you hear do? that the, do you do you hear that in the background yeah diva's been banging at the door the entire time so i don't know about the audio on from oh that's okay hi diva wait, wait but you can just you could just mute my mic couldn't you i can but also like puppies yeah hold on i gotta let her in I was saying I'm totally good with introducing more facts like great point but also like bear with me because I have anxiety yes Eek. Um, yeah absolutely and and, and I'm kind of on that same train where in my day-to-day I absolutely will talk about those things but I like to be I like to be a bit more rehearsed on those areas when I do talk about them I think I'm, I'm similar to you in that sense I, I'm definitely down to bring in those subjects a little bit more into like more controversial topics however I don't uh, what I'm not a fan of is controversy for the sake of controversy in that I only like talking about things that I'm passionate about because the things that I'm passionate about are the things that I will go read up on or become well read on and so if I'm not um if i don't sorry when i say passion i mean if i don't firmly believe in that stance i don't like to pretend like i'm taking that stance i don't take a stance for the sake of taking a stance and so totally if i were to try to be controversial and kind of a shit disturber and 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 bring up some of those topics i don't know that i could stand behind some of the things in in the context of things like abortion i don't think it would be too crazy because i think the topic itself is controversial not so much the stance Mm -hmm. so i completely get that but I definitely think we can try to bring in more controversy. And so on that on that note, here's some controversy. Um, hot, are hot dogs sandwiches? I say yes, and I am oh right. Oh, my God. We're still on this. We're still <laughs> on this. Are you fucking kidding me? They're sandwiches. Not fucking sandwiches. Uh, I'm not getting into this with you. You're not. This is This is what the people crave. This is the controversy. Everyone's That's- talking about this. Okay, well, golf isn't a real sport. Golf Whoa. isn't a real sport. How about Whoa. baseball? Baseball has like running cardio plus technique. What, once every plus forty-five team, plus minutes. Plus offense, defense. There's oh, like my. a whole team structure. Okay, golf has more technique than baseball. Yeah. Okay, it has technique. And hot dogs are more sandwiches than not. I'm just saying. Okay, <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yes. Wow. If, Hi Diva, uh, are you making some some funny noises? She's making a lot of noises. Unless that's like your stomach or something. No, she's just she's just gra- she's just not kidding. growling. She's whining at me. Um, <laughs> she wants to come up on the bed, but then she makes the entire she like sits on the pillows and makes the entire bed smell like her bum. Ew, Diva. Silly rabbit. So can I do an impromptu call to action? Yeah, I was about to do that before the Diva thing. Go for it. 
oh oh like go i i i will if you say the same thing that'll be hilarious i was gonna say um to anybody that's listening to this out there uh, we want to know uh your thoughts on these controversial topics hot dogs are sandwiches or not and then also baseball sport or not and also golf sport or not basically asking you to side with me and tell me danny's wrong it's fine i'm fine yeah y'all can go fuck yourselves just kidding <laughs> uh, that's, that's what listeners want to hear <laughs> uh, my call to action was if you have one of those controversial statements that are just like super fun and get people like screaming at each other over thanksgiving please slide into our dms and then we can fight about it on air yeah thanksgiving just happened so basically the things that the conversations that you specifically avoid to having with your aunts and uncles to avoid fights during thanksgiving those ones are what you should send us yes he was Divas. so loud back here. <laughs> I feel like that's maybe a good time to wrap up. Slash, I'm going to sprint a- out the door to soccer. Also, I want to say thank you for bearing with us while we go wildly off topic multiple times. Um, this episode may come in and out depending on what we need uh, because we're just always going off topic. Go team. Thank you for listening. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or feedback, you can shoot us an email by emailing fsmalltalk at gmail.com, reach out to us on Instagram at fsmalltalk, or visit our website, fsmalltalk.com. We wanted to give a big thank you to our lovely and talented friend Ada for the musical considerations. She's an amazing up-and-coming independent recording artist specializing in R&B, pop, and funk. She's available for collabs and shows, so if you liked what you heard, simply hit her up on Instagram, at AdaSoLive. That's at A-I-D-A so live. If you want to hear more of her stuff, you can find her at soundcloud.com forward slash Ada so live. That's soundcloud.com forward slash A-I-D-A so live. She's amazing, so definitely go check her out. A big thank you also goes out to Lonnie for producing the awesome track you heard. He is an R&B and hip-hop producer who's worked with major artists, including Drake, Beyonce, and Lil Wayne. He's available to work with at his Toronto studio, so if you're interested, simply check him out on Instagram at HitHouseToronto. That's at HitHouseToronto. So again, big thank you to Ada and Lonnie. This podcast was brought to you by us. And also beer. And also coffee. Because what is sleep even? Also, hi mom. Love you. <laughs>